0: اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين Habibina الله تبارك وتعالى على سيدنا محمد سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه وازواجه وذرياته واهل بيته ومن تبعهم باحسان الى يوم الدين وبعد الحمد لله all praises to Allah Ta'ala, and may His peace and blessings be upon our, His servant and messenger, our master, Sayyidina Muhammad Allah Ta'ala said in His Qur'an, Turn away from the one who himself turns away from our remembrance and wishes for nothing except for The life of this world This is the utmost limit of their knowledge Turn away from who? The one who doesn't wish to make our remembrance And only desires what? The life of this world Material things, materialism What is materialism? What I can see, taste, smell, touch This is the only thing that exists Other than that it doesn't, there's, it's all pie in the sky in July. It's all your imaginary friend. Not only does this make bad physics, bad mathematics, bad chemistry, it also makes bad philosophy. The easy and quick example I give to people is what? The number zero. Tell me something. Have you done long division before? Have you? Can you do long division with Roman numerals? No. You have to use what they call Arabic numerals, right? You have to use Arabic numerals. Muslims, we feel proud. Right, the, right? What they call Arabic numerals, we feel proud as Muslims that this is our contribution to society. You can't do the calculations for anything, electricity, architecture, any of these things. You can't do calculations for any of these things using Roman numerals. And the linchpin that makes quote-unquote Arabic numerals work is the idea of zero if someone says zero, zero is a philosophical concept. The symbol, it represents something, it's a philosophical concept. Otherwise, by definition, you can't point to zero anything. Someone who says, if you can't see it, taste it's imaginary friend and all this other nonsense. This is people who have no training in philosophy whatsoever. They're the only ones who say silly things like this. People who say stuff like that, turn away from them. Don't make them your teacher. Don't make them your Teacher. This is a, an entire discussion in Arabic, that can you say, can you say about a person who is not a believer in Allah Ta'ala, a person who doesn't have any deen, that fulan is a aqil, can you say that? Fulan is atil, aqil, the person is a rationally thinking person. And the answer is no. There are other words that we use, Fulan is is he's, he's clever, he's dahi. He's, he, there's u- words for clever, cleverness that we use to describe such people. However, you cannot say that that person is intelligent. Why? Because even if a person knows how to build a Tesla from scratch, that's a relatively impressive feat. If they can build a Tesla from scratch, say I can go into the forest and in you know, three days I'll have a, a fully functioning electric car with a battery that, that runs. Wow that's really amazing. If you can do that but you don't realize that you and your Tesla and the forest and all of these things some you know there's an entity that made them as well. There's something missing there's a gap in the persons way of thinking. This is materialism. There's a gap in the way of a person's thinking. Now the commandment of the Quran is quite clear. The Quran as a point of a creed, we believe is something that has no extraneous information in it. It has no things that are optional for a person to believe as true. In fact, there are many things in the Qur'an. We may not ourselves understand them, but it is a foundation of our faith that we have to believe whatever it means, all of it is true, just the way that the Lord intended it. When he revealed it on the heart of our Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. rules may have exceptions but the exceptions do not negate the existence of the rule the rule is what turn away from the one who himself turns away from our remembrance and they have no desire except for what except for the life of this world except for material things why because this is the utmost limit of their thinking they can't think beyond anything that oh if i get a you know education i can get a job if i get a job i'll get money if i can get money i'll be able to eat and drink what I want, I'll be able to buy the clothes that I want, I'll be able to impress the people that I want, I'll have this house that I want, etc. etc. And you can see how this cancerous form of thinking is completely destroying the entire it's destroying the world, it's destroying the economy, it's destroying politics, it's destroying the environment, it's poisoning the water, it's poisoning the air, it's poisoning the land. It means that there are some people who have a whole bunch of zeros in their bank. We're talking about zero, right? They have a whole long parade of zeros after a number in their bank account. And their storehouse is filled with tons of grain. And on the other side, miles away, someone may be starving to death. How does this make any sense? How does this make any sense at all? Life is a game and the money is there so that you can keep score. You know what they say? You know what they say? What, what, what they say? They say, this is a local saying. Maybe some of us are from different countries. So we don't pick up these subtleties of the language. Right? They say you play stupid games, you're going to win stupid prizes. Play stupid games, you're going to win stupid prizes. The commandment is that our knowledge should be taken from who? From the people who have a holistic understanding of what it means to be alive, what the point of being alive is in the first place. You seek knowledge from who? From those people who are not just clever in one or two particular types of things, rather people who have some sort of holistic understanding of what it means to be alive. Someone may say, well, Sheikh. I heard this one person, mashallah, he quotes hadith and he quotes the Quran and he talks about deen, but he thinks that the world is flat. Okay, then don't go learn geography from him. Someone might say, Well, Shaykh, you know, all of this knowledge of technology and all of these sciences and whatever are developed by people who are themselves materialists. Look, there's rules and there's exceptions. Is eating pork halal or haram? It's obviously haram, right? What if you're starving to death? Okay, then eat when you're starving and then when you're done. It's gross. Don't eat it anymore. It doesn't mean that somebody is starving to death no longer and and they can eat pork. Therefore, pork is not haram for everybody forever until the Day of Judgment. It doesn't mean one time I starved or I heard somebody else was starving to death like in a different continent. And so, you know, since I heard that like four years ago, every day I have a ham sandwich. That's not the life of a functional intellect. al Mu'min It's ascribed to the Prophet Sallallahu Allah knows best about the takhreej of the hadith. But the meaning is true. That wisdom, wisdom, is the lost property of the believer. Wherever he finds it, he has more right to it. If you lost something, you're walking to school or whatever. you walk into the park, you dropped something. And then, like two weeks later... You're walking around along the same path and you see the exact same thing. You know it's yours. It's not anybody else's. It's okay. You pick it up and put it in your pocket. Maybe wash it, wipe it off. It's yours, right? You have right to it. Wisdom is the lost property of the believer. Wherever he finds it, he has the right to. He has more right over it than a person who doesn't believe. However, however, there's a difference between this precept and on the extreme being like the ugly duckling where we're so thirsty for learning something from somebody else, so thirsty to learn the customs and habits of other people who obviously have lost a plot on the most important things with regards to life. That like the ugly duckling, you know the story of the ugly duckling? The ugly duckling walks around and asks every animal, are you my mother, are you my mother, are you my mother? This discussion has a particular munasabah. It has a particular occasion for me to mention it. Which is what, as a society, we have completely disconnected ourselves from, from the knowledge of the, the deen, from the knowledge of Allah and his Rasul sallallahu wasallam, from the knowledge of the rational sciences, from the knowledge of the book of Allah, the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam, the Arabic language, any of these types of things. So much so that now we believe, now we believe what? That the leaders of the Muslims are completely incompetent. I'm saying intellectually. I'm not talking about people who are leaders in countries. We're talking about the imams in the masajid. We're talking about the people that we refer to as shaykh, that these are somehow backwards witch-doctory people. Some of them really they are. I've seen it. You may have seen it as well. Some of them they are. But as a group, as a jama'ah, as a congregation, we have to also understand that the development, the cultivation, the seeking out, the support of such people, this is our job collectively. Obviously, the butcher is not going to stop slaughtering animals, the baker is not going to stop making bread and cake, and the candlestick maker, you can figure out, he's not going to stop making candlesticks. But they get together and what do they do? They say, we're sick and tired of this. We're sick and tired of ourselves not knowing what our dean is, so that every person gets a TikTok video Fulan, in Islam, XYZ is haram. And then the next YouTube video, 40 minutes, some dude in their basement with books behind him. XYZ is wajib, every Muslim has to do it. And then the next guy, XYZ only do it on Tuesday. And the next guy said, don't do it on Tuesday. And then the next guy says, do it in the, you know, facing north. And the other says, do it facing south. And then a person sits and says, well, you know, all of this stuff is just nonsense. It's better that I don't waste my time with it. This is not the case. This is not the case. There's a, a, a saying in Persian. They, they say that when you are faced with a situation like this, where everybody is cackling, it's like listening to the jackal, listening to the jackal say to the hyena, man Sultan bud. Did you know my father used to be king? Who's the king in the jungle? Is it the jackal? No. Is it the hyena? No. They just sit together and they, they, they talk nonsense. Right? When the lion comes, everybody knows, okay, this is the king of the jungle. If you mess with him, you're going you're gonna to pay the consequence. But it's a silly, stupid thing that we listen to all of this cacophony of sounds. A day will come, we'll see that there is something that was haq and there was something that was baten. It behooves us to figure these things out before that happens. We ourselves are commanded to what? To seek knowledge. And the primary, the cornerstone of seeking knowledge has to do with finding those people who have knowledge. Again, we live in a time and a place even the imams in the masjid don't want to learn anymore. Who do we want to have as an imam in the masjid? The person who recites the Quran operatically, like they're, like they're a, a musician, like a singer. I have no qualms or problems with somebody who recites the Quran in a beautiful voice. It's nice, there's nothing wrong with that. But I have met those muhaqqik ulama in my life, the people who have memorized more books of ilm than a person can carry. The people really are geniuses. In a way, if I described their genius to you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe me in the first place. So why waste my time? Not one of them recited the Quran beautifully. Some of them, some of them actually, if you prayed behind them, you'd say, can we find somebody else to pray behind? It's fine. Find a reciter who recites well, beautifully. Listen to the recitation of the Qur'an. The point of the Qur'an is not to beautify it. The point of the Qur'an is to what? Understand it. If you're doing that, then the beautification has some sort of benefit to it. If not, what did you turn it into? You just turned it into a song like any other song in the radio? And the vacuum, what happens is that, you know, the occasion for even discussing this topic is what? We have ignoramuses, many of whom are not even Muslims. They'll talk about things. This is what's wrong with society. That's what's wrong with society. This is what's wrong with Democrats. This is what's wrong with Republicans, liberals, conservatives, etc., etc. And then we have people in our community who treat such people like they treat M.B.A. Like they treat what? The prophets. What did the Rasul ﷺ say? بَلِّغُ anni وَلَوْ Take what I'm teaching you. And spread it to the people. Tell the people about it. Even if it's just one eye of the Qur'an. I don't want people, I don't want to see people who have no business talking about these things. Telling me what such and such rabbi said about Islam. Telling me what such and such non-Muslim said about Islam. Telling me what such and such non-Muslim thinker tells about gay marriage or about abortion or about any number of hot-button topics. When I see that they have no connection with any sort of teaching of Allah or his Rasul sallallahu in the Quran, in the sunnah, in the deen of Islam, something wrong has happened at this point. Yes, you may not say that Jordan Peterson is a Nabi. If you did, you would be a kafir on the spot. Please don't ever say anything like that. However, we all have to think about ourselves. What is it that, you know, how is it that we're dealing with the deen? Are we making tabligh of the rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam's message are we making tabligh of the message of pop culture figures or are we making tabligh of the message of our favorite reporters or our favorite sports casters or our, our sports stars or our favorite musicians which we were not we were not commanded to do Allah ta'ala the children mashallah all of them mashallah they're probably hufaz anyway but they all should at least read the juz, عَمَّا عَنِ الْعَظِيمِ What are the people asking about? They're asking about that occurrence, that news, which is عظيم, which is grand in its scale. The naba azim is what? That somebody by the name of Muhammad ibn Abdullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from the people of Mecca, from the Ahlullah, the khulasatul Arab al Arba'. He came and he said to the people that your God is only one God. And he cleansed the house of Allah Ta'ala of idols. And he took those people who were literally in jahiliyyah and he crushed under his feet all of the nations of the earth that were people of dhulm, that were people of kufr, that were people of shirk and that were people of superstition. So much so to the point that even if we are forwarding TikTok videos about the deen and about those things that we are taught or should be taught about by the deen, Trust me, the enemies of Islam have never forgotten and have never gotten a proper night's sleep ever since that Naba azim came. And amongst them, those people who had goodness inside of their heart, they accepted it. And those people who are fair, they respected it. However, everybody, everybody understands this is something that nothing will ever be the same. Why is it that Naba azim captures the attention of those people? It doesn't capture our attention. Why is it other people talk about it we don't talk about it? There's a massive campaign to what? To entertain ourselves to death. To entertain ourselves to death. So that we don't remember it, we don't think about it, we don't talk about it. There are a hundred excuses that, we, that our enemies make. In order to get us to stop thinking about it and stop talking about it, even though this knowledge, this knowledge is the life of the heart. It's the life of the mind. There's nothing more interesting than it. There's nothing more interesting than what the Rasul ﷺ taught, the ideas that are taught in the Qur'an. There are literally like, you know, there are pieces of software and apps in the phone that will entertain a person to death in a way that's unimaginable even like five years ago. All in order to what? Not get people to think about these things. Brothers and sisters, push those things aside. Push those people aside. They're not as important as you think they are. They're not even important. Say, Shaykh, if they're not that important, why are you... Going 2-3 minutes over the time of your khutbah right now on this Friday talking about it. Why? Forget about who it is. The names and the faces, the forms will change. The problem is the same, however, that we ourselves have to work on our hearts. We ourselves have to connect with the people of ilm. We have, ourselves have to connect with fiqh and with hadith and with the book of Allah, ta'ala, the sunnah of the Prophet sallam, with the dhikr of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. If it's boring today, do it for 40 days. I promise you, by the time the 40 days is over, it's not going to be boring anymore. You'll start to feel the benefits. You'll say, Shaykh, I saw a dream in which I saw something in the future, and then it actually happened. I said, that's very normal for a person who prays their prayers on times and makes the zikr of Allah Ta'ala is careful not to eat anything haram. These things happen. How do you think our forefathers or do you think the Persians just invited them in and say, come destroy our empire? That the Romans were like, marhaban bikum yarmuk here and we're just going to switch out our, our Roman garrison for a falafel and shawarma halal stand now. It doesn't work that way. If our enemies are bitter to us today, they were even worse back in, the, in, in those days. Allah's help comes with the people who take this path. We have to believe that That belief will motivate us. And when we motivate, get motivated, the person who puts in the effort, they receive the prize, the reward, no matter what their color, no matter what their language, no matter how tall they are, how short they are, how fat they are, ugly, but beautiful, any of those things. Allah Ta'ala makes things happen for them. Allah Ta'ala make it happen for us as well. Allah Ta'ala make us people of this remembrance. Allah Ta'ala make us people of this dhikr, mubarak, and of this ilm sharif. Allah Ta'ala accept it from us and gives the tawfiq of acting on it and make it a source of honor for us in this world and a source of salvation for us on the Day of Judgment. Inshallah, you can take a couple of minutes for your semester.